What's up, sisters? Welcome to the Period Whisperer podcast. I'm Bria. I'm your host. If you're new, I'm so happy you are here. I'm your perimenopause and menopause sister, your holistic trainer, hormone specialist, translator of your female body. I'm a recovering people pleaser and hustle addict turned body whisperer and hormone decoder. And I am here to help you de-stress your body, decode what it is saying, become the CEO of it, and own your own health, energy, and weight loss again. This show is for you, the overwhelmed, overworked, underappreciated step woman who dreams of a body they feel strong, energetic, and sane in. The woman who knows that she shouldn't just wave the white aging flag and believes in a body and life of peace, love, and purpose. But you don't just know how to get there yet. So if you are stuck in your body, your energy, your life, you are in the right spot. Let's lean in and learn what our bodies are saying to us. How are you? How are you feeling in your body today? So excited to connect with you. <laughs> you know, I've had, um, this is the the 34th episode of, of the Period Whisperer podcast. And I've been, you know, all over the map between this last year in terms of travel, in terms of, you know, moving different houses. So I've recorded in a lot of different places. As, and I know, I apologize, there are definitely times where I'm still figuring out you know, I know I'm 34 episodes in, but I still feel like a bit of a newbie to the podcast land. Um, and I'm still figuring out how to get the best sound right in this podcast. So I know there have been some some ones that were not so great. And I'm sorry, I'm working on this. I'm learning. It's going to get better and better. I promise. I've never been one of those people who is like MVP right out of the gates. I've always been like most improved player. <laughs> so hang in there with me. I'm, I'm sorry if the sound hasn't been amazing, but I find it really ironic because I am currently recording in the closet. <laughs> And if you know much about my story, you'll probably understand why I think that's really funny and ironic because, you know, it took me 39 years to realize I am in a closet. <laughs> so I'm not all that inclined to go back in the closet, but sure enough, it seems to be a better place to record. Um, so here I am in the closet chatting with you guys. And today I'm going to talk, talk you guys through um, the, you know, the experiment that I did during my hormonal crisis that shockingly paid off in droves uh, to help you guys hopefully consider doing something like this for you. You know, my hormonal crisis was a real eye-opener into what is happening in our bodies in perimenopause, why it's happening, why no one is talking about it, and how it needs to be normalized because we do not have to suffer and feel this way. But um, before I kind of dive in, I do want to um, first say thank you so much for always being here and and just let you know that because more and more of you, as you reach out, you let me know that no one else is talking about this. It would really, really mean the world to me if you would just pause this episode right now, go to Spotify or iTunes and just give me a real quick written five-star review. Even if you're just like, this is great because, you know, just 30 seconds is all I need. It's what helps us get this out to more people. Um, and you can even, you know, take a picture of it, send it to me. I'll give you a shout out. Thank you so much for it and send you some good good perimenopause juju. I would really, really appreciate it. Um, and I want to remind you to mark your calendars for Thursday, September 22nd at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. I am about to launch something that I have been working on 
for years. And I'm really, really excited to launch it. And of course, I'm going to launch it here with you guys first because, you know, you're my peeps. You're my sisters. Um, and what I'm going to be launching, I'm going to give you just a little, a little bit of feedback into it. What I'm going to be launching is that if you are someone who is struggling with, you know, low energy and insomnia and, you know, that daily exhaustion in your perimenopause, what I am launching will help you get back into clarity, consistent energy, and patience for your career, your family, your sex drive, your life. You know, if you're if you're struggling with unexplained weight gain, stubborn belly fat, cravings, bloating, um, this is going to help you head into 2023 feeling lighter and in a body that releases weight easily. Um, and most importantly about that, without doing more. That, I think, is a really key piece, and it's a key piece of what I'm going to share with you as well today. So anyway, make sure that you uh, make sure that you get ready to listen to this podcast as soon as it launches that day for you so that I can share this announcement or tune into my social channels um, or that you're on the email list. And listen, if you're not in the Period Whisperer community, it is a free space. I go try to go live there once a week. I share some hormone balancing recipes. We chat. We share tips in there. So it just kind of takes this one step further and expands us further on this permission that we need in order to recognize how we're feeling doesn't have to be this way. Um, and I guess, and on that note, if you haven't downloaded my free healthy hormone guide, make sure you do that. Go to my website, BriaThePeriodWhisperer.com, or you can grab it from the link tree in my, in my Instagram and download that guide. It's a great starting point that you need to know. Um, and of course, if you want to go even deeper, you know, what I'm getting a lot of great feedback on are my 10 hormone hacks. I do everything I can to share all my tips in here. And I know you can kind of scramble through everything and collect it. But if you're like me and know that you do not have time to find all of the answers and you want them kind of succinct and in one place, listen, that is what I did in putting together my 10 hormone hacks event. It's called an event, but it's really something that just gets sent to your inbox. So make sure you check those things out. They are there to help you. Um, and I know, right, like if you're like me, like we're, we're just too busy, you know, we know better. We know better than to try to figure it all out ourselves. I always, you know, think about how frustrated I was in how I was feeling and being in the wellness industry, prioritizing my health is my career. And it's been my career now for almost a decade and a half. So in spite of the fact that I am a busy mom, you know, and all of the, wear all the hats like the rest of you, like my health is, is what I get paid to do in a way. So it, it, it took me three years and that is my priority. So do not waste your time. I know you're like me. If you're like me and you're a career mama and you're out there and you're doing all the things, you know, this is why we hire people, right? It's why we hire people to help us clean our house sometimes. You know, it's why we invest, you know, in in anyone to in an accountant to take care of our tax stuff because we don't want to mess it up. Let's not mess around. Dive in. Let's not waste our time. Um, and on that note, let me share with you then my, the the hormone experiment that paid off for me. And I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to have some mental pushback on this. And I know this because I had a lot of mental pushback on this. And I am, you know, a pretty mentally strong person. Um, as a Scorpio, I can get pretty determined, like a bull in a china shop to get where I want to go. So if you're one of those really high achievers, um, and you get kind of like eye on the prize, you realize that, you know, there can be collateral damage, but you're getting there no one way or another. 
And so I know there's pushback on this because it was my brain was doing a lot of mental chatter on this as well. So if you are in a place again, and you're having your own hormonal crisis and, or you're just, you know, you should feel better than you do. You know, in your heart, you were meant for more, like your body should not feel this way or simply you cannot go on. And this is a key piece, right? I remember, um, interviewing for a job years ago, years and years and years ago, before my daughter was born. I remember interviewing for a job and the interviewee, interviewer asked me or said to me something along the lines of, you know, in my experience, people are either obsessed with success or afraid of failure. And that's why they perform. That's why they do well. And which one are you? And you know, I, in the moment I was like, oh, I'm obsessed with success, blah, 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 blah. But the reality is, and maybe, maybe there's some elements of that. I definitely have a competitive nature here and there when it comes to winning. But more often I have learned in myself and with my clients that at the end of the day, what truly motivates us to make a change in our life is more of this fear of failure. And it's not the failure, it's being so uncomfortable in the place you are at that you are like, I cannot, I cannot imagine being here again this time next year. So if that is where you are, then this is a great experiment for you to start with. Then you are in a place to download, you know, the 10 Hormone Hacks event. Then you definitely want to be ready to catch this um any of my podcasts, but to catch my announcement, of course, on Thursday. If you are like I was, where you knew there's no way you could keep going and it was really impacting you, and that if you were here in a year, you would be depressed or it would be so upsetting for you, then you're ready to change. You are ready to change. So when you're in a hormonal crisis, meaning you, your energy is inconsistent, you're not sleeping well, you know, you feel like you're aging before your very eyes, you know, you cannot lose weight no matter what you're doing, or you're doing all the things and putting on weight specifically in the belly area, you're moody, your PMS seems out of control, your period starts to seem completely out of whack. You're in hormonal crisis at that time. That's what we know. And it's really, and it's, Although there's elements of it that are normal at this age, again, it doesn't have to be this way. So here is what I did. And I was really there. I remember at the end of the summer, I spent an entire summer where it was like every morning, you know, I woke up to caffeine and every night I went to bed with alcohol. Um, Like, it, you know, and, and I had insatiable sugar cravings. And other than that, I realize those are not ideal things. But other than that, I still worked out every day hard. You know, I still other than my dessert and my nightly wine, I ate like really, really clean. And I was a mess. I had like my 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 skin was all over the place. My periods started to be irregular. And I, you know, I stopped sleeping well. I was exhausted. Like I could not get through the afternoon without this sugar, insatiable sugar craving, which ended in a lot of butter tarts that summer because I am Canadian and I was in Canada for the summer. (laughs) So all the butter tarts. But I knew by the end of that summer, I really just, I didn't even like myself. And it wasn't that like I didn't like myself because I looked bad I didn't feel good in my own body, but I didn't like myself because I was snappy. I was impatient. I was angry. I was frustrated all the time. And this is the thing that starts to happen when we are 
you know, worn down by chronic discomfort. You know, it's always, it's this slow burn of things that are building in our lives that we're uncomfortable in. It's not always this acute pain that comes out of nowhere. And this is where we are. It, it kind of builds slowly, right? Till it's, so, till it's so uncomfortable. So I knew I was in this place where I had to change because I was really unhappy. Like it even makes me really emotional to think about it. Sorry. It was, I was really unhappy with who I was. And I just remember thinking, this isn't me. I can't be this person. I don't like myself. I'm not proud of myself. And, you know, and it was bigger than just, you know, hating the extra fat that I was carrying, right? Like it was bigger than that. And I know, I know you guys understand this because I get these messages from you all the time. So here was my experiment. Once I started to really learn what was happening in my body, once my doctor told me that my hormones were fine and that I was the picture of health, once I really hit that point, I knew I was ready to change. And this, this was the beginning of me doing that. And here were the steps. The very first key step I had to learn was to start doing less. And I know, I, I know, like for me, the idea of not accomplishing all the things on my to-do list in a day or all the things that I thought were so important to me gave made my skin crawl. Like it just, my physical, like mentally, I rejected it. But when I really had to carve it down, and, and that's because I had made it my identity. The only thing that was making me feel good anymore was accomplishing stuff that I thought was really important, right? And then I was able to make myself feel good because, oh, yes, I did do that hard workout. And, oh, yes, I did all of these things for other people. And, oh, yes, I got stuff done. But did they really need to be done then? Or maybe I could ask for a little bit of help somewhere. And some of us ask for help and don't get help. I get that. I know that very clearly. But either way, I had to take a long, hard look at my day and decide what was what could go, what could go for just a small period of time. What could I cut out of my life? And, you know, specifically to begin allowing myself more time to sleep. Waking up at 430 was no longer an option. You know, I needed to, to experiment with this piece of sleeping more and resting a little bit more in my body. So I started to take a look at my to-do list and cut the things that I did not have to do and begin to demand help where I could ask help for. Um, did I have to, you know, did I have to do all these things? No. Did I have to host parties? No. Did I have to do laundry three times a week? No, it could wait. Could I ask for help with it? Yep. Did I have to have everything exactly how it was? Nope. Did I have to wake up at this hour and do a hard workout? No. And these are hard because your mind is going to push back at you, right? It's going to be like, but what if, if you don't work out, you're already gaining weight? Are you going to gain more weight? Like if you don't work out, you're going to feel badly about yourself. And these are the tricks. This is the work, right? This is the work we have to do. So the first step was beginning to do less and take a good hard look and remember that in order to be at capacity, we do have to have these rest days. We do have to have some downtime. So I started doing less and sleeping more. I, I started letting my alarm go an hour later. And if I didn't have time to work out, I let it go. I still walked the dog, but I let it go. And I started experiencing what that felt in my body and exploring a little bit inside of myself of, well, what's really coming up when I skip that workout, right? What are the stories that I'm starting to tell myself and what is the truth in those things, right? I started learning to say no. So saying no to things that I didn't want to do, 
you know, like if you're a pleaser, if you're a habitual people pleaser like I was, you will smile and be like, oh, yes, okay, I'll do it. But inside you're like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And so you just rip off the Band-Aid, you prioritize it and get it done real fast. But at what cost, right? Not only is it out of integrity with yourself and you've now crossed boundaries with yourself, but you've just added more to your plate. Um, I started turning in. So I did start prioritizing a little bit of time every single day to turn in in like a five minute meditation. So before I did wake up early enough so that I could have a five minute meditation or and, and I tried to do it three times a day, almost like these little pillars in my day where I calmed my central nervous system. And this works because the reason you know, we're having so many issues in our body is that our stress levels are completely out of whack. We're in adrenal dysfunction, right? And that's exacerbating our natural hormone ups and downs that are happening at this age, right? So I started having these little five minute pockets of time in the day, morning, midday and evening, just for me where I could close out the world and just soothe the body with a bit of calmness. And again, it was hard. It was hard to stay calm and not be thinking about all the things I wanted to do. But as everything does, practice started to make it a little bit easier. I did still like to move my body. So my commitment to moving my body and everyone's commitment was to 30 minutes to move every day. And that was either a walk or yoga only. And that was huge. It was the first time in like 12 years where I did not work out a hard workout every day, every day, six days a week. It was the first time. And I had to work a lot on that mental piece. And that's what sleeping more works on. That's what turning in works on, you know, and we get really caught up. I have, I used to hate yoga. I was just talking to one of my best friends this week. And she said, Remember when you hated yoga? I'm like, I know, I used to hate yoga. And now I realize I didn't like it because as I was doing it, my brain was telling me it wasn't enough. And part of yoga is breath work. It's calming, it's breath, but it is physically demanding if you really focus on it. And in these moments of all the things I did, and actually I should say the last piece, the last experiment I did. So, so my whole experiment was really doing less, right? So I focused on sleeping more, on saying no, on turning in, on yoga or walking only, and of course, on cutting out caffeine. And caffeine was a tough one, right? We can, it's easier, I found it easier to cut out alcohol than I did cutting out caffeine, but I really cut out caffeine and instead had like warm water with lemon every morning. And that's also when I began my greens habit to nourish my body. Because here's the thing we have to recognize if we're in dysfunction, right, like complete cortisol chaos in the body, which is what you're at if you're in hormone, if you're in a hormonal crisis, we have to rebalance the scales. So if we're in chaos, and we're doing all the things and all the things and all the things, what we need is to balance that out by nourishing and doing a lot fewer things. And we do that again by committing to sleeping more or resting more, by doing nourishing movement like walking, by turning in and calming our central nervous system, and by not consuming things that are exacerbating the problem by inflaming more cortisol, like alcohol, like sugar, like caffeine. So really cutting back. And the crazy part is, you guys, I lost weight. I lost weight. I was doing less. All of a sudden I had fewer cravings and we have fewer cravings because the cravings are there for two reasons. One, we're trying to numb stuff that we don't want to deal with. 
but we begin to have to deal with that stuff when we when we do yoga, when we turn in. We begin to be more prepared to deal with stuff when we're sleeping more. And when we're nourished, right, when we're calm, when we've had a bit more rest and we're not so depleted, then we don't crave the same quick energy carbohydrates that we crave in sugars. So all of these things begin to calm in the body and the body relaxes and then it does exactly what it can do all on its own, which is lose weight. All right. You know what I want to hear from you? I would love you to message me and tell me why this would be hard for you. Tell me why it's so hard for us to do less, to accept that this is what we need. Tell me the things in your life so I can, that the stories that are coming up in your body and in your mind that are telling you why you cannot turn in, sleep in a bit more, do yoga instead of a hard workout. Tell me what your brain is telling you and let's talk about those things. Let's normalize this stuff because here we are out in this world thinking we're in hormonal dysfunction and we are but the way back is never what we think it is is it all right you guys it is time to go out into the world be more in your life and not just less on a scale and please make sure you go and check out the hormone tips that I have for you share this with a friend tag me on one of your morning relaxing walks whatever you're doing out there just know that I am with you sister you are not alone And uh, I can't wait to share my announcement with you on Thursday. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me on the Period Whisperer podcast. I want to encourage you to reach out to me directly and message me if there are topics or things you're struggling with so we can address those right where you are at. And of course, if you loved this episode, if you learned something, make sure to share it with your friends and please rate and review it wherever you get your podcasts.